You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's uh, 25 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Halman Hetman, who is a defense analyst. So tensions between North Korea and South Korea continue to escalate following North Korea's intercontinental ballistic missile launch that could have arranged to hit anywhere in the United States. On the other hand, the U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan has condemned the North Korean launch as a violation of multiple United Nations Security Council resolutions that ban any ballistic activities by the North. Halman Hetman now joins us on the line. Helmut, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, what's the significance of uh, this ballistic test that happened and also, or the ballistic missile that was launched, but also what does it say about the capabilities that North Korea is trying to build? Look, I think the, the significance is you've got a government that is not entirely rational that can now reach out and kill people pretty much anywhere in the world because the missile with its, well, the claimed range, 15,000 kilometers, can reach anywhere in the world. They do have nuclear capability in the sense of a warhead that does go bang. If you put the two together, that's scary. And when I say they're not entirely national, I mean, bear in mind, they went out and they sank a South Korean corvette a few years back, torpedoed it for no particular reason. They are a government that has abducted Japanese tourists from other countries to take them back to North Korea and force them to teach people there, the intelligence people, in the Japanese language, Japanese culture, etc., so they really they're not firing on all cylinders, and that makes them scary. Um, and not just to, to to South Korea right next door, but to Japan, which is within immediate range, and then pretty much anybody else. The the interesting thing is that they've been able to do that much on their own, which does some suggests to an extent some Chinese assistance, although the Chinese, of course, are not not that keen on them being being too irrational either. Because again, they're right next door. But it suits, I think it suits China to have them there. It keeps, keeps America and, and Japan to an extent focused on that rather than on China. Um, but uh, Russia now finds them very useful because they're supplying ammunition, although it doesn't seem to be very good quality. But the big problem boils down to you've got a, uh, what is basically a family dynasty running a country. They're not running it terribly well. Uh, the only way they can keep in power is to convince their population that everybody else is out to get them. And then, obviously, they have to defend themselves, protect themselves, deter. And nuclear is one thing. But, you know, it's not like India and Pakistan that both have nuclear weapons. They both have rational governments. They're not going to go to war with each other if they can avoid it. In this case, we have a, one side that's got nuclear and the rest haven't, except for America, of course. And the government that is really a little strange. That's what makes it scary for everybody. Is there possibility at all of a war erupting and whether that could be a nuclear war as well? Look, it's, it's unlikely. I mean, when I say Kim and company are not rational, I'm not saying they're stupid. They're not stupid. They wouldn't be without they're stupid. And they must work, they must realize that if they did something like that, they, they wouldn't last long. But the trouble is that people make mistakes. You do get miscalculations. And there isn't the break on it in the sense that, you know, the neighbors also knew, yeah, if you have, say, with India and Pakistan, as you had during the Cold War. I mean, no way were Russia and the United States going to go to war with each other. And the, so if you have it on both sides. In this case, it's one-sided, and that makes it a problem. It's unlikely that it would be a nuclear war. War is possible if some level of war is possible if, if Kim and company think they're going to lose power. Um, hence, for instance, the, the shelling of... of uh, South Korean held islands offshore, you're thinking of the South Korean Corvette, they do funny things. So I wouldn't think a nuclear war per se is likely. What I do think is likely 
is that if North Korea continues on this path, that Japan and South Korea will develop nuclear weapons of their own. And that may may actually, in a weird way, be the, the better thing, because then you do have a balance. Helmut, thank you so much for your time. Helmut Hetman is a defense analyst. 0614-104-107. Your ex at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032